1: happy hump day everybody it's the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer hi uh how's it going over there you no know,
2: just uh, hanging out it's wednesday hump day getting a, my hump on
1: well good just humping just humping over there i really feel humping like in the hole that's an awkward way it's where we to... broadcast from the hole so. that's true <laughs> Transition into the topic of the moment. Oh, oh awkward transition! Gosh, I'm you sorry. didn't plan that well. No, it wasn't. Nothing was planned about that. The no, only that thing was that, my fault. It's we don't assign blame. We only deal with what we have. Um, we got to talk about Louis C.K. Well, again. Speaking of blame, oof,
2: yeah, we need to assign some blame there.
1: So usually we like to start the show off on a more light note, but this really is a conversation that's happening right now, and it's a conversation uh, I think it's important to have. Um, Louis uh, C.K., you may have not realized this because maybe you didn't watch the Grammys at all or you didn't see it during the Grammys telecast because it was not an award that was handed out during the telecast. Mm -hmm. Um, But Louis C.K. won a Grammy for Best Comedy Album. This was his first album since his... Uh, very publicized scandal, uh, which we will loop back to and remind you of in just a moment. Um, this was one that was not, like I said, was not given out during the telecast. And so it sort of kind of was bubbling under and nobody was really talking about it until somebody started talking about it. And then people were talking about it. And now people are talking. So we're talking about it. Bradley, would you like to remind people about Louis C.K.'s Scandal. I will remind you when it happened... I can do it. Do you want me to
2: do it? I was going to say, like, I know he was um, inappropriately exposing himself to females, some female comedian Mm -hmm. uh, compatriots, but also just women. And that led to some like he he kind of did this like owning things in public, but kind of not really. But you're probably going to be able to add some more nuance from my dusty old memory.
1: So this was a a rumor that had been uh, passed around the comedy circles for many, many years years but in 2017 uh two women actually came forward and shared their own personal stories and this was sort of in the thick of the me too movement or the early kind of Mm -hmm. um, swell of the me too movement these uh, two women came forward and shared their stories of being um uh well having louis ck pleasure himself in front of Mm them and um Louis C.K. did admit to this and admitted to having done it in front of many women. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also said in his apology that he felt like it was OK because he had asked permission, Um
2: which he hadn't, apparently. Not in some all of cases.
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh, so he got himself into real hot water. Then he went away for a hot second Uh and it really lasted a hot second. Um, and he said he was going to go away. He said he was going to listen. He said he was, you know, he had a plan. This was all part of the apology. Then suddenly he started popping up in underground comedy um, clubs in Paris. And then he kind of wiggled over to other comedy clubs in other areas. And then suddenly he was in New York and he was back in the comedy circuit. And then he released this album. And in this album, and this is the most egregious part of the fact that he won a Grammy for this album. He makes light of the scandal around his uh, choices
2: huh i did not know that.
1: on more than one occasion he opens the whole entire comedy uh special by uh alluding to it saying hey you know uh, how was your 2018 and 2019 i was in some hot water and then uh expands upon that um so all this to say he's been awarded a Grammy. Mm-hmm. And there are three, th- like three things that I would like to try to kind of tiptoe through. The first one is, this is exactly why we say on this show, cancel culture is not an actual thing. It's specifically not a thing for uh, a man like Louis C.K. He was not canceled. Uh we talked about him we said that's gross you're terrible go away bye-bye he said i'm gonna go away and then he showed up again and now he's been awarded for it um so nothing about him was canceled yeah. he he has still enjoyed um he might have to have some uncomfortable moments but he's still getting paid mm-hmm. he's still being talked about he still is earning recognized rewards.
2: for his peers and his chosen profession exactly
1: yeah. Um, so that's the first point mm-hmm. that I just wanted to make. Yeah. The second point, and this is one, and I don't really quite know exactly if I'm going to articulate this in the way that I want to, but I, I feel like this is one of the problems with award shows that we just don't talk about um, because we're so busy thinking about other parts of the award shows. But this, this is, you know, how do you, it's like the Cosby conundrum. How do you honor somebody's body of work? without also condoning their behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the case of Louis C.K., this is not his first award. He's won awards for, I think, I'm sure he's won Emmys. I think he's probably also won Grammys. Um, This is not his first award, but we are still now awarding him, and we know what he does on a personal level
2: do you think and i'm just playing devil's advocate so are you saying that he should not have gotten a grammy or he should not be awarded following the the allegations and or admissions that he's made
1: i'm i'm actually i'm not even actually sure how i feel about it what what i'm what i think i'm saying is this is part of the tension that we have with awarding people for their work Mm -hmm. in this way is because this he's not the first nor the last person that this has happened to where somebody has been given an award for something that they have done. And we know that the person that they are is not something we'd want to award. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like, how do we hold the tension of that? And I just don't think we've, I think we've had many, like many opportunities to, to be thoughtful about that, but we haven't quite figured it out yet as a society. How do we do this? and i think that's going to continue to be sort of an underlying um thing with award shows that we may or may not ever address but i do think it's a problem i think it's a and I don't, maybe problems not the word it's something to pay attention to
2: yeah i think and it's all valuable for people to like talk about it have opinions about it share their thoughts about it you know i i would be curious Mm, I, I just I think if I were going to start asking questions about this particular story, I think I might have some questions for the recording academy, you know, the people who are voting on the Grammys uh-huh. and uh, you know, ask them what they think about it. It you know, and from maybe a journalist perspective, like, so what was your thinking behind um, you know, wanting to award Louis C.K., you know, knowing as I'm sure they do, uh what stories, what allegations Uh, have been lodged against him what things he's admitted to like walk me through that process i'd be very interested well because i'm
1: I'm actually glad you said that because that's one of the things that the academy has been notoriously tight-lipped on Mm -hmm. is how do they what is their voting process how do they um how do they assess their nominees uh and they are kind of doing a weird dance around who gets nominated and who doesn't for example Marilyn Manson who of course is in, facing an investigation over multiple assault allegations um he was he was removed from a part of a category so he was removed from the nominations as a songwriter on Kanye West track Jail but he stayed eligible as one of his collaborators on Donda so they're kind of trying it's like they're but they're not
2: yeah, I think it's got to be a very complicated and difficult process for the people who are like, I don't, why, are, what, my, what are we supposed to do? Because you realize, like, in, and I'm not saying all the cases, I'm just saying I imagine that, like, anybody who's trying to make this decision, if they are being genuine and thoughtful about it, is going to have a hard time in the sense that um at what point, you know, like, maybe Louis C.K. is not the right example of this, but, like, At a certain point, because it would be easy. It's easy with Bill Cosby, let's say. Mm -hmm. Right. Because a court, a jury Mm -hmm. has weighed in, even though, you know, trust, there were some things that led to him getting let out of jail. And that's a whole different story. But, But people pass judgment in a legal way that other institutions can then react to, meaning they had something to go on. And I imagine that the Recording Academy and, you know, whether it's the Academy Awards, the Motion Picture Academy of Arts and Sciences or whoever, whatever institution, they're looking for someone to tell them what to do because they don't want to have to make the decision on their own because they're not, you know... um they they don't want to be seen as passing judgment on a person, mm-hmm. whether that's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. So what I think we're seeing is, you know, institutions still grappling with how to deal with these very complicated and disturbing issues post-Me Too. Right. And I don't know that there's a right or a wrong answer. Right. I do I do think it's, uh, you know, it's great, though, that we live in, you know, sometimes, most of the time, social media kind of drives me up a wall. But in in a way... You know, at least you've got the counterbalance of social media saying we're not happy about this. Yeah. You know, it used to be that, like, uh, institutions would just say, mm, this is what we're going to do. And people would be like, well, OK, because they could be in was, their
1: echo chamber. Yeah. And there's
2: yeah. no nobody else at a level of whatever those institutions are able to achieve, much less the media attention they achieve to sort of counterbalance that that. Feeling Mm -hmm. So, at least, at the very least, you know, people can have their thoughts about him, as even we're doing right now, about Louis C.K., and, you know, whether you would feel comfortable going to a show. You know, I think, so, like, the institutions are struggling. I imagine individuals are struggling. Like, if you were a Louis C.K. fan, weren't you, like, a Louis
1: C.K. fan? In his early days, I went to see him many times. Yeah, absolutely.
2: As people that we admire and whose work we admire, you know, um, reveal themselves whatever that means yeah. we have to make decisions for ourselves that's a whole separate conversation mm-hmm. so i know i'm not giving you any black and white answers cuz i just don't have any because i myself struggle with yeah you know, I, I wasn't a fan of Louis C.K., so it's not like this was hard for me. I just, I will continue to not go see him, but that well, doesn't, you know, that doesn't we mean weren't much. weren't
1: anyway. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, but Bradley, I also think there aren't any black and white answers. And I think this is, you know, that's sort of part of the discomfort of the moment is the gray area of, of sifting through. How do we, how do we do this?
2: But I think, and, and I think there are some black and white answers for some people. True. Like I think there are some people who would say absolutely not if if a woman credibly accuses a man of doing something distasteful or illegal or whatever you, you know purview that falls under they would say he should not Da, da da Fill in the blank. Right.
1: Be and, rewarded for it in any way, yeah. shape, or form. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really, I, I quickly wanted to just bring another quick name into the conversation. Her name is Jen Kirkman. She's, uh, she has been a stand-up com- comic. She also has written for multiple shows, including but not limited to Chelsea Lately, et cetera. She's, she is hilarious. I have been a fan of hers also for a long time. Well, she. Her name popped up in the conversation mm-hmm. around Louis C.K. because she, uh, as a comedian who'd been on certain circuits with him and had, you know, but had camaraderie with him, had also been offered the uh, I'm going to just use the word opportunity to mm-hmm. watch him perform for her a solo mission. And she turned it down um, or and it, it's sort of a weird haphazard story. In any case, what is interesting to me is because her name got attached to his story, In so many ways, she has to continue to relive and own this story in a way that it's not fair for her, her career or her as a person. And many victims, I'm sure, are I'm using her as an example because she has spoken out. But many victims are who are now attached to Louis C.K., who's now been awarded Mm -hmm. for his behavior. Essentially, um, they have to relive the trauma of that experience. Uh, every time it's brought up and they're not getting awarded for it they're not getting uh, rewards and in fact Jen Kirkman is retiring from stand-up comedy um, but she uh, tweeted I believe two days ago she wrote the following on Twitter and I just want to give her a high five for this she said to every media person in my emails today asking me for a comment about Louis CK stop asking me ask male comedians why not ask Patton Oswald, Judd Apatow Mark Maron David Cross, Bo Burnham, Aziz Ansari, Pete Holmes, uh, Mike Birbiglia, Doug Benson. And she kind of goes through a whole list of men.
2: Get
1: Talk to men about this. Talk well, to the male comics about this. Yeah,
2: I mean, uh, I totally agree, and and I saw that too. And I thought, yeah, I'm sure it feels like the weight of the world because that's just, because journalists in this particular industry are particularly lazy. That's my own opinion, but um, but also maybe let's talk to Louis C.K. <laughs> uh, let's talk to the Recording Academy. Yeah, this is a my talk dirt alert. Dirt, dirt. Toodler, toodler,
1: toodler, toodler, toodler. The spectacular Holly
0: Roberts has brought all the
1: dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, hey, Holly. Hi,
0: guys. So the Academy of Motion Pictures Arts and Sciences announced today that it's moving up its annual meeting by 10 days oh. so that they can address the Will Smith Chris Rock incident. Oh, great. It's an emergency situation. They're moving it up 10 days. They're moving it up 10 days. They're on it. Mm-hmm. They are on it. So now it's going to be happening this Friday as opposed to its previously scheduled date of uh, later in April on the 18th. So that's happening. Have fun. Yeah, ha- I, yeah.
2: I would be curious to see what happens. I feel like uh, something will happen. It will be largely symbolic and probably won't have any lasting impact. Mm-hmm. That is just my... Mm-hmm. Cynical opinion. I don't
1: know where you would ever get that idea that they would say they were going to do something, Mm -hmm. act like they were going to do something, and then not do
0: something. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, wouldn't be the first. Mm -hmm. Surely won't be the last. Now, Will Smith resigned from the Academy on Friday, so. He's already dipped out. Yeah, so he's like deuces, and they're but like, he,
2: okay. You know, it's interesting because remember he did say he would abide by any like ruling or whatever you know the academy decides to impose. So I, which I don't understand what that means or what it would even look like, but um, I uh, yeah, so yeah, well, good luck to them.
0: Yes, good luck at your meeting, Academy. Courtney Kardashian confirmed that her Las Vegas wedding to Travis Barker. Was not legal. (laughs) And she shared the photographs on Instagram. She said, found these in my camera mole. Wow.
2: What's your camera mole?
0: I don't know. Do you want to know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> on her camera roll. Uh so Courtney posted some photographs and then she captioned them with the following Once upon a time in a land far, far away, Las Vegas at two AM, after an epic night and a little tequila, a queen and her handsome king ventured out to the only open chapel with an Elvis and got married with no license. Practice makes perfect.
1: You know, I think what I heard in between the words you said was, I need attention. Mm -hmm. And she got it. Yeah, I also,
2: I don't know what it says about me, probably that I'm just superstitious. I wouldn't do that. I don't think that's the right thing to Mm. do. Mm -hmm. To pretend to get married, I don't think that's a good thing. Just saying.
0: It was her practice run, her dry Mm -hmm. run Mm -hmm. at walking down Mm -hmm. the aisle. I'm sure that we'll be treated to. Because they
2: probably said the words and but they weren't real Mm -hmm. but why that's like that's that's like no don't do that People do it all the time, I'm uh, sure. But.
0: Yeah, Ezra Miller, actor Ezra Miller, apparently uh, their projects with Warner Brothers in D.C. are in jeopardy after they were arrested in Hawaii after a drunken karaoke oh, situation. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so Warner Brothers, according to Rolling Stone, held an emergency meeting at the end of the month in March to discuss Ezra Miller's future. Lots of
2: meetings going what? on. Right?
1: I wonder
0: what'll happen. I don't know.
1: Wait, did well, that they just did... happen last week? Uh, yes. The oh events...
2: The latest events, yeah. Oh,
1: right. Gosh, I swear to you. I, th- a lot of But this one, they
2: happened. made some choices, right? Warner Brothers? Yeah. I'm just saying, they're not going to sit on this, I don't think.
0: No, they're not going to sit on this because Ezra Miller is set to star in the movie The Flash, which is coming out next year. And so, you know, they are dealing with stars who behave in problematic ways, being the stars of their franchise. I'm looking at Johnny Depp, who mm-hmm. was in the Fantastic Beast films. The next one is coming out. Army Hammer. The Army, mm-hmm. Yeah, Army Hammer, Ezra Miller. So they're trying to rearrange the kitchen over there at Warner Brothers. Do you Brothers.
2: wonder why people, you know... Only people would listen to us. You know, do you wonder why there are things such as Mm publicationships or stories that show up in tabloids? It's Mm -hmm. because people are real and they don't always want you to know that because there's a lot of money at stake. Mm
0: -hmm. Exactly. And emergency meetings like this that are happening at Warner Brothers have been happening since Warner Brothers existed. Mm hmm managing the stars. It used to be that studios back in the day managed their celebrities in-house, but now that's a little outsourced. I'm telling Uh you guys,
1: you should watch the show Flack on Amazon Prime now. Oof. Because that tells a story about what's actually going on behind the scenes. Holly, thank you for that dirt alert. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly will deliver them. We will attempt to solve them on the Colleen and Bradley show on my Talk 107.1.
0: I am having a blast! My Talk 1071. Hey,
1: My Talkers, it's Joy. Mysteries to Solve right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. i I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. And uh, we do this every day. We uh, get these pop culture mysteries delivered to us in the form of blind items by our friend Holly Roberts, uh, and uh, we solve them in the segment we call Blinded by the I Item. Know. Blinded by the Item.
0: There. What's at the back door? Delivering some hot celebrity gossip mysteries. Oh, that's what that in. is. Here's your first one. NT lawyer very highly doubts that she will accept the offer. But one of the shopping channels is trying to make a deal with the illiterate one. Kim Kardashian.
2: Uh, oh. Megan Markle.
0: Get right out. Yeah, so NT Lawyer very highly doubts that she'll accept the offer. But one of the shopping channels, maybe Mm -hmm. an HSM, maybe a QVC, maybe I don't even know, the Gem Network, is that even even something? Yeah, they're trying to make a deal with Meghan Markle. They're trying. Wait, what would she be selling? Well, I mean, she's got a
2: brand, right? So, like, I, I think it's kind of one of those relationships with shopping channels often where, like, Hey, you got a name, we got a bunch of suppliers, let's slap Archwell on it, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll sell it in three easy payments of forty nine ninety five. dollars
1: I thought maybe she'd be selling those cookies. Cookies? Those Archway Arch- cookies.
0: Oh! Archway cookies. <laughs> 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 like, she has cookies? Probably
2: not. No, man. Not.
0: Well, missed opportunities. No well, she kidding. has that I stuff.
2: T- I actually could totally <gasps> see sweet. this, and I would not be surprised.
0: Yeah, she does. But Holly, you're right. That isn't.
1: Doesn't she have some kind of matcha situation?
2: She used used to. Well, she's an investor.
0: That's right. Yeah, right, Mm -hmm. Holly. Yeah, she's an investor in dust, like instant matcha or instant.
2: She got Oprah to put it in her uh, favorite things last year. (laughs) Weirdo.
0: Let's solve another celebrity. She got
1: gossip. up for <laughs> to put it in her favorite place. <laughs> didn't know where we were going on that journey. Oh, that's good. Know hey. her oh, list of Christmas
2: good. things, mm-hmm. holidays.
1: My favorite of all favorite, time. Favorite of all time. All right, what do we got, Halls?
0: Uh, this might not be your favorite favorite celebrity gossip mystery of all time, but let's try. Let's do you it. We know wait to be delighted. Here we go. This A minus list actress and director was shut out from a recent meeting. That included the foreign-born former boy bander, referred to as her boyfriend. Mm. In every previous meeting of this type, she was always included. Oh, Olivia Wilde. Harry Styles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Olivia Wilde was shut out from a recent meeting that included Harry Styles. Now, in every previous meeting of this type, Olivia Wilde was always included. Does that mean there's trouble in paradise or they just
1: don't care about her opinion anymore? Women. Misogyny. God, misogyny. Get, Get used to it. it. Hey, May- hey, woman.
2: Yeah. That's my line.
0: Oh, sorry, male. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be a little column A. It could be a little column B. Look, mm-hmm. Harry Styles has got new music. He's got, he's got, he's uh, hot right now. He's hot right now. And maybe Olivia Wilde. Her movie's not coming out mm-hmm. for a hot second, so they don't need to talk to yeah. her. Yeah, they don't need to. She's talk got to her. nothing of value to add.
2: Just go home and
0: <laughs> make, take Dinner. off your shoes. Make some
1: meatloaf.
2: Make some food.
1: Make yourself presentable for babies. when he comes home.
2: <laughs> when your man comes mm-hmm. home. Oh, I know.
1: By the Sad I know. because it's not like that happened so long ago.
0: Yeah, remember. No, mm-hmm. maybe.
1: Yeah. No, but I
2: know others do.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's solve a, a celebrity gossip mystery that has now been revealed for our solving Ooh, pleasure. Ooh. Uh, two people you got to think about. Okay. With all the damage done to her by her parents, it's interesting that the permanent A-list singer, in quotation marks, met with the foreign designer considering how much damage she's done to her offspring. Oof. Britney Spears.
2: And Donatella.
0: And
1: Donatella Versace.
0: Yeah. So, NT Lawyer is pointing out that with all the damage done to her by her parents, it's interesting that Britney Spears met with Donatella Versace considering how much damage Donatella did to her offspring. Mm.
1: I feel like I should know more about that second part of the story, and I don't.
2: I'm sure there's a Netflix documentary about it. Okay.
1: I'll just watch that.
2: <laughs> also, she could have her own line of Nutella called Donatella. How
1: Why? was she hasn't Nutella's done that? Italian. It, it would
0: be designer Nutella. Yeah. 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 I mean, the late Carl Lagerfeld had his own Diet Coke.
2: Oh, he should have had a beer. I was just
0: going to say that. Yeah. Lagerfeld beer. Lagerfeld lager. Well, too bad he can't take up that opportunity now. No. <laughs> Another celebrity. Still time
1: for Whoopi Goldberg, though, and her Whoopi Pies. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Whoopi you know. Pies are delicious.
0: Or I mean,
2: she might. You could send her an email.
0: Or yeah. her Whoopi Cushions. Either one. Synergy man. Mm-hmm. Why don't they pay you guys for this? I don't know. i
2: just I've been asking that question for about 10 years. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> well, something that you can get paid for and that you do get paid for is solving celebrity gossip mysteries like this one. This part-time reality star does take a test drive, so to speak, with the models he shows up in public with. Mm. But he really is after photos. Mm-hmm. He likes to be photographed by the paparazzi with them because then it drives their prices up and his cut is higher. Scott do you think? mm mm-hmm. Because he's got that side
1: gig. Yosh. So Scott, What's his side gig? Well. He's allegedly,
0: well, supposedly,
1: according to our friend NT lawyer at Al. Um, he sort of brokers some entertainment deals. And co- I know. He's a coordinator. Yeah, he coordinates uh I think the entertain- word you're looking for well, it sounds like to me you're
2: describing what is known colloquially mm-hmm. as a pimp.
1: Yeah, I mean, if
0: you want to call it that. I mean, mean,
2: I'm not calling it that. That's what you're describing. I'm just saying.
0: Okay, that's true. So Scott Disick (laughs) does a test drive, so to speak, with the models he shows up with in public, but he just wants the photographs, right? So Scott Disick likes to be photographed with these people because an allegedly, supposedly... There was, like,
2: supposedly a book. Like, remember? Didn't we talk about, like, some catalog catalog that was supposed to be, like, for something, and really it was just, like, choose your model
1: there wasn't there some sort of like swimsuit or underwear catalog of some sort and it was i
2: don't know but yeah there was, so it, was it all
1: sounds familiar are you talking about a book there was allegedly a book that chris jenner am i making no, other there, things you're up thinking, now?
2: there's different things we're talking about because what holly oh, is talking man. about is an actual book and that involves people there's like a so- a Saudi somebody or other mover and shaker who's in charge of that book, right? Or was?
0: Somebody, but that the, the book was actually a front for being a catalog, right?
2: Of yacht experience?
0: Yes. Okay.
2: But then, Colleen, you're thinking of, there was a rumor about some catalog that Chris Jenner... Yeah. Maybe
1: it was the Wicks of
2: Wisdom catalog? I don't
1: know. No, there were definitely people in it. <laughs> It was a human catalog. Listen, I don't play by the rules. I don't make the rules. I don't even know the rules.
0: But rules? There are no rules. There's no crying in baseball. So true. Let's solve another one.
1: Blinded by the item.
0: Ah, this is our last celebrity gossip mystery. Ever? Not just for today. In this segment... The magazine always exaggerates, if not flat-out lies. They know we know, but they don't care. The A-plus list rapper is also lying. He knows that we know that he's lying, but is going to play the game anyway. What the magazine ignores and the rapper hides are his shockingly low ownership stakes in any of his projects. With his most lucrative project, he holds a 5% stake. The magazine has been led to believe it's about 60 to 70% and doesn't bother checking. So is this the like
2: a Forbes, Forbes
1: situation? Yeah.
2: And like a Kanye?
1: Yeah.
0: hmm Yeah. So, what the, you know, percentages? Well, we know Forbes
2: is mm-hmm. questionable. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, you know.
1: No, we, we also know an- that the Kardashian circle has some sort of, has somebody wrapped around their finger over there. Because they yeah. keep getting credit for things that they don't need to have credit
0: right now allegedly supposedly the headline is that there is an argument that kanye west is actually worth more than two billion dollars with his deals that he's made with adidas and the gap but what nt lawyer is saying is like sure yes he made those deals with those companies but his ownership stake in Mm. any of those things is probably pretty Pretty low low. yeah Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Nothing is real. N- and everyone smokes. And
1: everyone smokes. Listen, I don't want to make people paranoid, but just assume that you're always being lied to. Great. Um, I don't know. That's my optimistic <laughs> wow, outlook that's for the like the
2: most uplifting thing you've said all week. You're welcome. You're always <laughs> being lied to, You kids. know what that is? That's
1: my always of wisdom. And you're always, wisdom. Wisdom. And you're always on camera. Mm-hmm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley She's show. at parties. Hey, guys. Yeah. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to.
2: I'm Bradley Trainer,
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: Get in touch with a publationship that is now dead. And we call those zombie publationships because it's still paying dividends. Uh, we'll tell you all about it when we come back after this on My Talk 107.1. Miss Colleen, this is the Colleen and Bradley I'm Show, My Talk one. i I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And, uh, you know, we like to talk about publicationships on the Colleen and Bradley Show. What is a publicationship?
2: It's a relationship for publicity. And, and today we are talking about... Shamila. Do you remember Shamila? I do. Brains. They're a zombie publishing ship now. That's Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello, and they are still talking mm. about their relationship, which ended months ago. Why? Because it's still paying dividends. That's why. why Sean Mendez, uh, thanks to People Magazine, we now know, says his love for his ex, Camila Cabello, quote, is never going to change. We're so friendly.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: So, this is all, and a lot of these stories, you've probably seen them flying around uh, your intersphere web thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't.
1: Are you okay? What happened? That what? was. Oh. What happened? What? what? Okay. We're going to pause Here's zombie what? publication pause, ship, and Bradley's going to share what Here's just happened what in his I years. just
2: heard. I think... That, what, was I I okay, uh-huh. what was the last word I said? Because uh,
1: I didn't hear anything. Okay,
2: what was the last word I said?
1: I can't remember because I'm still stunned from So whatever. it was like,
2: maybe. And it was like,
1: maybe.
0: What, the big bopper came back from it the dead literally and was like the The trash oh man? I don't know, but it was so
1: creepy. Colleen, did you hear that? Mm-mm. No, Bradley gets sometimes... Things from other people's studios. No, this was like,
2: this was an effect on my voice. My voice went into like echo mode, but like to an intergalactic.
1: Fun!
2: And what's weird is, as just as we were, hold on, let me listen. Oh, okay. Oh, that's you. Um,
1: okay, I didn't know. Were we? It was like a. Were we trying to channel a spirit? When or what we came was into
2: this segment, you guys, I'm in a different place, recording in another studio, and as we were coming into the break, I thought I heard somebody moving around. I thought it was one of you hitting your microphone, but I think maybe I don't know somebody was pressing buttons. But that was the creepiest thing. I wish you could have heard it. I'm sorry <laughs> to take us totally off track. It literally was aliens. The
1: truth is out there.
2: Anyway, can I start again? Yeah, please. Okay, so you guys, Sean Mendes and won't shut up. Maybe they were listening and they don't like my attitude. All of these clips come from an interview with Ryan Seacrest that Sean Mendez did. So, okay. like, you'll see. Oh, I know. I was saying you're seeing all this stuff flying around the interweb. And so he's basically, you know, talking about this, of course, because he's got this new song, When You're Gone. Well, she's been gone, but we can't stop hearing about the Mm -hmm. fact that, you know, she's gone because he has to talk about it. And I get it to some degree, but here's what's so just you just tell me what you think about Sean Mendez on air with Ryan Seacrest Tuesday (sighs) since they broke up in November. Okay. Quote, we're so friendly. We're so friendly. I mean, I love Camilla first for so many years, and that's never going to change. I mean, I think it's really just the processing and the complexities of that and the complexities of knowing something is better and still wanting to hold on and all the reasons why. I mean, I'm really glad to be able to just be real with Authentic and my music because it's cathartic for me, too, to be able to write about these things.
1: Hold on a second. I'm sorry. Is Farrah Abraham his (laughs) speechwriter? Oh, gosh, is she starting a PR firm? I mean, that is... The biggest crock of not words.
2: Oh my god, I thought you were going to say knockworst, no. which I also think would be appropriate. It's a crock of It is. Of knock it's worst. that too. It's, a crock, it's a of knock worst. A crock of
1: knock worst. <laughs> I mean, it just that was nothing. That was just nothing.
2: No, literally, I will repeat, I think it's just like really the processing and complexities of that, the complexities of knowing something's better and still wanting to hold on and all the reasons why. I mean, I'm really glad to be able to just be real and authentic with my music because it's cathartic for me, too, to be able to write about these things. About what? These what things. What are you talking these about? Oh, <laughs> gosh. Mm. So when I saw this story, I was like, you got to give him credit because he's he's still able to talk constantly and literally say nothing at the very same time Mm -hmm. and i think this is you again tell me what you think does anybody actually listen to the words he's saying are they just busy like oh my god it's john Mendes, and i totally love him and his music and his shirtless experience and his hair you just want to run your fingers through his hair like is it just because like is is his audience, do they care what words come out of his I mouth? Don't,
1: okay, so I think that, that you made a very important distinction. Mm-hmm. His audience, I don't think they do. I think they think they understand
0: what he's saying. I think there's a lot of his audience, Sean Mendez, that perhaps they don't have the benefit of having a fully formed prefrontal cortex. This is a good mm-hmm.
1: point. Right, that's not all the way online. So they're, they think the words he's saying sound deep. Yes. And if you read their diaries, you would see why. Yeah. And which is fine because Sean, M- it's, it's the- age appropriate. Yeah. I mean, yes, yeah. it's all developmentally. They're all on the same page, so to speak. Yeah. If
2: I were in the room with Sean Mendes and talking to him and presumably he was wearing a shirt, so I wasn't like overtly distracted. I would just be like, I don't know what that means, Sean. And I think you're a really talented guy. So could you give me some words? <laughs> because
1: like, <laughs> right? Could you try again? Give me something I can work with here.
2: He goes on and in the story, again, we're talking about Sean Mendes and Camilla. And they're still talking about their relationship, even though they broke up in November. But every headline you will see says something to the effect that they, they are still in love. More than they've ever been, but not at all, because they're not together anymore, but that'll never change. Mm. I'm like, I don't know what any of that is.
1: Well, that's spaghetti at a wall.
2: Yeah. So in the story, it goes on to say that um, Sean told Ryan that he related to the feeling that happy relationships can be scary sometimes, as there's always a lingering fear they'll end and the aftermath will be too difficult to handle. Quote, I think most people have that fear. But in a lot of ways, I think a breakup can be a blessing, too, because it can really show you that you're strong enough, which is necessary. Like, I just feel like he went to the, like, relationship, like,
0: Trader Joe's
2: (laughs) and, like, picked up, you know, like, a really cute package that says, like, you've just ended a relationship. Here are the five, you know, it's like a BuzzFeed article on, like, the five things you should think about now that you've broken up like it's just all mm, yeah it's it's a little it just doesn't co- seem like it comes from experience mm-hmm. it seems like it's just being served up to fill a segment
1: well and i would just say that is to me the hallmark of a ship, in the sense that when you get the sense that they're talking about a relationship in a way that they think people who've been in a relationship would talk about a relationship, that's a pretty good indicator that that wasn't a relationship. That was a pub relationship.
2: Like we, we ugly cried when we let, you know, like I didn't talk to her for eight days. Like you never hear that kind of stuff, which that's that to me, to your point is just always the tell. Yes, right. We're not getting something gritty. And again, it's Sean Mendes. Right. He's singing a song called "When You're Gone" after just breaking up with a lady, and he just happened to have this song ready for massive distribution. Weird.
0: On a, Weird timing. What? I mean, those things just don't guys, manifest out of thin air. Keep your eyes open. Keep your
1: ears open. Be on high alert. Everything is a lie. <laughs>
2: Everyone's lying to And you're you. always
1: on camera. When we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show, name something that tastes a little bit better when it's burnt. 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this. Something that tastes a little better when it's burnt after this.